Hello, hello, guys. I have been gone for a while because I have been severely depressed. It, just eating my weight and everything and anything I can grab my little twinkie hands on. And I could not, for the life of me, just get up and do anything. 2023 has been the most diabolical fucking motherfucking villain I have ever that I recall have had it's not a challenge life I'm just stating an obvious that was hurtful I hope you do not do that to me again because no that that was cold-blooded I don't know why you did that that's being you just being straight up a bully okay we don't we don't bully around here I don't do things to where I should get such a treatment, but nonetheless, that's 2023 was really hard and brutal to get through. I got through it and then eventually I fell flat on my face and fall because I just was so exhausted. It was mind numbing. (laughs) I don't even want to talk about it. So we're not going to. I'm actually going to talk about tender is the flesh which is a book by augustina Basterica. a lovely book i decided to go ahead and pick up shush no don't talk above me a lovely book i decided to go ahead and pick up for the month of november in honor of thanksgiving yeah i don't know what possessed me i thought it was for shits and giggles like oh yeah human people eating human people it just sounds cute it's just no this book had me angry. This put this book put me in a what the fuck mode. This book put me in a little bit of stitches. <laughs> it was it was dark humor. I swear it was. It's so nasty. <laughs> That's the best thing I can say about the book. And I want to talk about it. I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this book because I have a lot on my chest, and hopefully I will be able to actually put those emotions into words. I know it has been lately difficult for me to speak as well, either because I cannot get out what I need to say or I am at a loss for words, which is a very rare commodity for me to even. But case the raw, right? We're here. So the synopsis of this is working at a local processing plant. Marcos is in the business of slaughtering humans, though no one calls him that anymore. His wife has left him. His father is sinking into dementia and Marcos tries not to too hard about how he makes things. And after all, it happened quickly. It was reported that an infectious virus has made all animal meat poisonous to humans. Then governments initiated the quote unquote transition. Quote unquote. Okay. So it's legal, right? Now eating human meat is special. It's, it's considered, it's stated as special meat. And Marcos tries to stick to numbers, consignments, processes. Then one day he's given a gift, a live specimen of the finest quality, though he's aware that any form of personal contact is forbidden on pain of death. Little by little, he starts to treat her like a human being, and soon he becomes tortured by what has been lost and what might still be safe. There, okay? So, you think that this person is turning a leaf, is understanding that this is probably too much why did we turn to something like that no Mm -mm. the book makes you believe that up until the very fucking end and then you realize he's just as much of a piece of shit as the rest of the people now i understand 
that if in a world where animals are no longer able to be eaten, I mean, is, is that including fish? I know fish is an animal, but I mean, what about bugs? Bugs is not an animal. I, I'm, what I'm saying is where there's a will, there's a way. There's always something else before we can eat humans. I don't even remember how, but they do state in the book how they just started eating people and everyone was kind of looking at each other and then shrugged it off and like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Fine, we'll go ahead and do this. <laughs> So we start off with Marcos being dank and depressed, talking to some guy named Gringo. I cannot stand that man's name. (gasps) I don't know why. It bothered me. And it fucking came up every two seconds. I know who he was talking to. These two were the only two people for the first fucking full chapter. And yet here I am. Marcos. Address. Gringo address. Gringo address. I just... Is every book like that? I don't think so. I've read quite a number of books to where I can understand who's talking and who isn't. Another one that did that is The Cabin at the End of the World. What the fuck, Sabrina? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that book for right now. But what the fuck? Anyway, back to this book. So he's talking to this man. He's actually a salesman. He travels a lot for his job. And he gets people to buy the meat that he, that the company he worked for, right? Okay. So, and then later down the road, we find that his wife did leave him. They're not divorced. She just decided to go ahead and live with her mom at this point in time because their son, who they had not long, I'm assuming not long ago. I don't remember. I do know that the child died a few months into living, you know, kind of just roll over and stop breathing or some, something like that. It's not funny, but <laughs> homie was only a few months old and he rolled over and he's like, yeah, this is it for me. <laughs> I'm done with this one. Mm. Stupid. Anyway. So she couldn't take it and she decided to go back and live with her mom. So he's all alone out there feeling feels and kind of being lost in the sauce. His dad has dementia and he's slowly kind of tickering away. His sister, who is an asshole. She just reminded me so much of somebody. And I was like, oh, my God. I, you, I fucking hate to my epitome of my soul. Because ah. she makes any and every excuse to not go anywhere that she needs to go. She, she doesn't really associate Marcos with any type of feeling. Marco pays, Marcos pays everything for his father, which is why he still works at the plant that he worked at. Cause before, prior to that, they were actually doing animal slaughter. I think his father owned, or something along those lines. I really can't remember. There's a lot of things that are kind of mundane and skipped over because it's just, it's just filler. Well, now it's not filler because now that I'm trying to talk about it, it just sounds stupid. But you know, I, I, I digress on that. But so he's paying all the bills and he's telling his sister, "Why don't you go see? Well, you know, it's so far. You know, and I have kids." Our kids are, they're fucking late teens. They're like 16 or 17. They're twins that are, I don't know, apparently just as evil looking and maniacal, just as bad as the ones from The Shining. Uh, What have you. I don't know. They're just creepy kids. How is he 16 years old and you're creepy? I don't know. That's just the way it goes. So he goes ahead. I mean, everyone knows he's having a frump of a, of a life. His son died. I don't even think he really grieved about it. He, he still had the crib. 
or a bassinet, I think is what it was. So one day his boss decided to go ahead and give him a prize piece from their stocks. A female, and he was, he, he's confused. Marco's, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Well, why did you bring this to me? Because one, a lot of, a lot of meat places, they, they just, how do you say? The processing plant deals with butcher shop and you get your meat from there. And, and it has a more feel of the 1950s vibe when you want to go get your meat. You don't really get it at the grocery store. You get to go get it at the butcher shop. At least from my perspective, that's what it seemed like, that there wasn't any grocery store that handled human meat. And then also later down the road, we start to see other different things that you can do with your human meat if you decide to go ahead and buy a whole cattle. I don't know what they, they're called head or male, certain males are called head. And then certain other humans that are, what, what do you call it? That are for artificial insemin- artificial insemination. And then you have the, the males that have to give the semen to said, the ones that are artificially inseminated. And, and then you have, you also have a, a stock of other females that don't get impregnated, but are for the head males to get heart. I don't know. It's just a whole trigon- trigonometry. <laughs> Shit. I was like, this is all, you're doing too much. You overcomplicating the situation here. It just, mm. Okay. Yeah, that, that, they had that in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh. What else did they have? And they had were the as soon as the, I'm assuming as soon as they're born, because they didn't really state when it happens or if they did, I skipped it again. But the vocals are taken out so that way they cannot speak. They don't need to speak. They're very uneducated. They just kind of sit there and wait for their turn to be slaughtered, basically. And you you assume this is supposed to be I I would I would take it as our type of realm, you, you know, where. Humans grow to adulthood. It takes them 18 years. Animals don't take that long. Can you imagine? What is this, fine wine? (laughs) You have to wait for your... And then they have a lot of protocols and procedures. If If the human meat is not properly killed, I don't know how else to say that, then the meat tastes a little funny. I don't know. This is, this is what they say. This is what they say in the book. If they are scared or angry, it's tough to meet or it makes it funny, which contradicts because um, down in the, in the back, towards the end of the book, we have people, regular citizens, that decide to go ahead and take a whole human being that they're allowed to eat and place it in a pantry. Where they can chop off limbs as much as they like, as little as they like, and uh, yeah, fresh meat straight from the cow, <laughs> and keep doing this until the the human is completely and fully done with. I don't know about you, but whether I'm not thinking or thinking, or if I'm logical, I'm still gonna be scared. That is something that you can't really breed out of somebody so if you're coming at me with a butcher knife and i know you obviously you're gonna take something especially if you've taken before yeah it's just wouldn't your meat be tainted i don't know i don't know, I don't know. Just, 
people out. So he doesn't know what to do with this this female that he has, and he smells her, and she smells a little dirty. But yet, like Jasmine, I don't know if this bitch was just rolling in Jasmine flowers or how does flesh smell like? I would assume. If you ain't soaping it and you just kind of washing it down, it just smells like flesh. Whatever the fuck flesh smells like, that's just watered down. I, I don't even know what this point. <laughs> We dabble ourselves in so much scents and perfumes and laundry smell from our clothes and our shampoo smells lovely. I just, I don't know. I don't know what any of that would stink like, but yeah, she smelled like dirty and jasmine. So he named her jasmine. You don't name things. Especially if you're supposed to eat it. You're not supposed to name it. The whole reason they gave it to him because they felt bad, like I said earlier, and hoping that they, you know, he'd just go ahead and slaughter it and eat it and be done with. But the thing of it is, is that ever since his son died, he really hasn't been eating any meat. I don't know how that's relevant. It just, it came up in the book at one point because he had to go to his sister's. I don't remember for what. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and let me read you some quotes. I have quotes here. I figured I might as well. This is one of their commercials uh, for selling their meat. It's pretty nice, right? So the heat conditions to suffocate him. He walks to the porch naked. He lies down on the hammock. Oh, we're talking about Marcos. And he tries to sleep. A commercial. Here we go. Plays again and again in his mind. A woman who's beautiful but dressed conservatively is putting dinner on the table for three children and husband. She looks at the camera and says, I serve my holiday. Special food. It's meat like I've always served, but ooh, nasty, but tastier. The whole family smiles and eats the dinner. The government, I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit more. The government, his government decided to rebrand the product. They gave human meat the name special meat instead of just meat. Now there's special tenderloin, special cutlets. You have to put the word special in front of everything. It is supposed to make it a little bit more respectful. I have no fucking clue. And how they decided to go ahead and, well, who gets eaten, who doesn't, is they grow their meat. So whatever meat that was decided, I guess, a long time ago, is considered meat. And they will always revamp it from that said meat. Now, you can be eaten after you die. You're special, you have to pay extra to not try to be eaten because you have scavengers. This world has scavengers. Yeah, I, I guess they don't know what a fucking fruit or vegetable is. I, I mean, I, I get you have to get some kind of protein, but don't you have seaweed and shit? I don't know, but apparently this world does not have any type of protein but animal. Okay, so scavengers are almost, in a way, animalistic. So when the meat is tainted or it isn't killed properly, Marco's company actually throws it out onto the side where the scavengers will go eat it. Yeah. Where was I going with this? I don't, I don't, but there's, there's, they don't get arrested or eaten. I have no idea why. I, it's just, they live off the land. <laughs> so, period, I guess. However, if you are found solely in your meat, then you go to the slaughterhouse and you're killed yourself and you're eat. I don't know how that worked. Also, I, I, it came up to mind as well. What about when you're, you murder somebody or, I don't know, you beat your neighbor. It, the, the 
nasty shit that happens nowadays. Pedophile. There's just so many things as now hanging. Oh, anything. Do they get eaten? I wonder what a serial killer would taste like. Is that is that top of the surmountable? Like, mm, try out the man who ate other men. <laughs> I don't know. Is it is it even considered serial killing anymore? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is it even considered serial killing when you you just harvesting? Well, I guess if you're harvesting citizens, and that's different. That's a different shtick, I guess. I don't know. These these rules are a little funny. Because we also go to a very rich, high-end club. And it's supposed to be kind of, what is that called? The dangerous game? Except these people, these humans that they're hunting, some of them are actually bred to be eaten, and others not. We have an actual celebrity, and a sing, singer-songwriter, I don't remember his name, but basically he owed a lot of money. He couldn't pay back, and yeah, he ended up becoming the main course. The man who decided to go ahead and partake in killing him, which he didn't even get upset about that, but he was, you know what, I digress. Next time, if I paid for, you know, a high-priced celebrity, I'm going to fucking kill him and eat him. And he decided to go ahead and eat his penis because it's never. Yeah. I know this is all, how do you say? It's disgusting when it's put in human form, but when you see it in animal form, it's okay. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure back in the day, if I'm not mistaken, that people did believe that stuff like that was an aphrodisiac. And some people believe that there are certain bugs you eat an aphrodisiac. I don't know. So I know it, <coughs> it's that one word. But I'm not going to sit and wait around because my brain takes 10 years to figure out what the fuck I'm trying to say. So, but anyway. I don't know how the, the community was built enough to where I can see how things progress, but I can't see the tidbit. And I guess it, it doesn't really matter because that would make the book longer and more egregious in which we're, we're not trying to do that. We're just trying to give out a story about a man who lost his child and gained a female meat. Okay. So uh, at one point in time, he decides he's horny, you know, she's naked and he hasn't, you know, done the deed, done the do <laughs> in a while. His wife, Jesus, is still come back. He calls her almost every day and she says, no, I'm not ready. I'm still sad. As if he's not sad. He's got to carry that burden alone. She has his mom. She has her mom, but he doesn't have really anybody. I thought that was really quite so, but I digress. So. At one point, yeah, and then he decides to go ahead and go to a butcher shop that he had been to before. I don't think he's ever sold meat there. He's He's been there, and he's he's done the do with the owner there once a long time ago. And he saw her, and then a couple of days later, he got horny, then he went back, and he went ahead, and he just fornicated the shit out of her right in front of a dead piece of body. And the the, the guy that, wa- that works for her <laughs> is trying to get in. He can see what's happening, and... Marco's just even buck wild fucks her harder. <laughs> this guy's trying to get in the door watching them. I don't know. And he's just sprawled out about like, yeah, this is, this is nice. <laughs> but that, that was, it was, it's so funny because it's so out of pocket. He was just so hard. He had a, so hard up. He had to go 
and do that. And we don't see her again. That's it. She wasn't really one for emotions anyway, because the last time that he did do the do with her, it was the same thing. And she was like, All right, I'm I'm good. You you can go now. <laughs> so it's the same thing again. He was done and he didn't even let her say I think she said a couple things. I don't even remember. And he just like he dipped. That was it. He was <laughs> it was good for the day. Well, it wasn't even enough anyway, because inevitably he does he does put funk all over Jasmine. I don't know if Jasmine wanted that or not. We ne- we never really fucking know. The book kind of just it happens and then whoo look, she's got a baby bump. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations, Marcos. You you old dog. You he did something you ain't supposed to do. And it's very taboo. Very taboo. It's just uh, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. So he's playing house with Jasmine. And you think he's getting somewhere, but there's little notions here and there that, no, this man has not, he has not changed and he's not going to change. And the reason I say that is she has clothes on and he gives her coloring pages and stuff to write on because he doesn't want anything happening to her. Because what happens with females is that they try to kill the baby or kill themselves. So the ones at the processing plant, once they get impregnated, their limbs are cut off. So that way they just have to sit there. And then once they give birth, then they're slaughtered. They just yeah. It's very rare for them to eat babies, but they will eat babies from time to time, just to let you know. It's a more very high price set of meat, I guess you could call it, and it's not a lot of it. Anyway. So that's what yeah, that's that's another thing that they do. Is that's uh, for some reason very seared into my memory. In uh, my my mind was like, you know what? Let me etch a sketch this out for you, baby, because I don't think you can really understand it until you see a true picture of. It. I saw a true picture of it now. I was sad. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really sad. That was very fucked up for my mind to do that, but I did it, and I was like, okay. This is just another thing that I got to deal with, you know. <laughs> Whatever. So while he's playing house, his wife is noticing that he's not calling as much as he used to. He's not calling on the daily. So she starts calling him. What's going on, Mar? Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm busy. Okay, I'm busy. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot to mention, too. He met his wife because his wife was actually the caretaker of, uh, of his dad at that nursing home. So she's a nurse. Okay, that, that comes into play later. But anyway, she starts to get suspicious, but she leaves it at that. And she's she's deciding she wants to come home. And he's like, nah, I'm not ready for you. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good. You know what? You, you see where you are. And it was, it's left at that. It's left at that. So he goes through all this stuff and he's very attached to her. But it's just like they shower together and they cuddle. And she's always, Jasmine is always excited to see him and stuff like that. but. It's just, he he leaves her locked in a room, so that way he, she doesn't, quote unquote, hurt herself. But she's still eating out of food bowl, and he makes sure that there's a bucket for her to shit in, and that there's uh, water, as well as food bowls that they're filled for her to eat out of. 
just mm, I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah. There's and then there's this wonderful wonderful that hurt my feeling. Find it. Here we go. Now the zoos are abandoned, but they tell the people not to go there just in case because there could be anything. And prior to this virus, there were a lot of how do you call it? Animals that were pets, and even if you get scratched by your animal, you can die, okay? It didn't have to come from a bite. It can come from just a tiny scratch. So they started selling at, at stores and stuff, little tablets that can put your pet to sleep. And it's quick. It's painless. They don't even realize it, that it's happening. They just go to sleep. That's it. But some people actually let their animal go wild because they didn't want to do that. And in which case... There might be some at the zoo. Okay. So he passes the abandoned zoo but doesn't stop because it's dark and because he never wants to return. The last time he was there, he didn't know that Jasmine was pregnant. He's afraid that he might die because he, he had a little panic attack with some crazy dog. One of the walls were broken. He went up and cautiously and saw a group of teenagers there. There were six or seven of them. They were holding sticks. The teenagers were in the the puppies area. Either he saw a bunch of puppies, he played with them for a little bit, and then he jetted because he saw adult dogs. I don't know what happened to the adult dogs. It was a whole pack of them, so I don't know, but they'd broken the glass. He could see that the puppies were in there, curled up against each other, trembling, whimpering with fear. And it keeps going from there. We do know what teenage boys do. Sometimes, especially in a group, they're actually like fucking wild-ass chimps. They will do the most volatile and violent things. I did not like that chapter at all pissed me the fuck off because it is unnecessary and they were just talking about it too whereas one of the they they came by with one of the animals that actually that one of the puppies that actually accidentally bit him one of the teenage boys is what i'm talking about and he was a little nervous and now so were the so was the rest of the group they're like dude you can die and the thing of it is is that everyone's oh it's the government they just say these things just that way they have a scare. Why would they fucking say that? A lot of these books end up kind of like this. Well, no, that's a lie. What am I saying? This book and The Cabin at the End of the World ended up like this. I don't know the fear that they have if it was real or not. You don't really get to find out. You don't. And that's what's infuriating to me because at, at the end of it all, what they're trying to say is that humans are deplorable and disgusting creatures and they don't really fucking care just as long as the job gets done. That's it. Everybody dirties their hands. It doesn't matter what it's about as long as they're right. That's it. That they're able to maintain it and control what needs to be controlled. So gross. That chapter was not necessary. It didn't have to be. The only thing I got from it is just how cruel people can be <laughs> for no fucking reason than to, to be. But with these pack of pups, where the fuck was the group of dogs? I just, I don't know. And then the the, the end of the chopper, ah, chopper, <laughs> end of the chapter. He can hear one of the kids say, "Well, you know what? You got a pack of lighters. Let's see how this pup goes." against fire or something like that and then marco decides to go ahead and drive off you start to see that this man gives 
no shit about anything but himself. So at the end of the book, Jasmine is giving, she's giving birth. She doesn't even realize what the fuck's going on. There's just, there's stuff everywhere. She's bleeding everywhere. And Marcos goes ahead and he decides to call his wife because his wife was a nurse. And because the baby wasn't coming out. He was just nervous. And there was, there was a tail, a tail sign stating that there was something wrong. So he went ahead and called. She went over there. He told her to keep an open mind. And uh, the thing of it is about these cattle, I want to say, is they're tattooed everywhere from the forehead all the way. Like, they're just tattooed all over the place with the brand. So you can't get away with, well, I didn't know, bitch. You, kn- you knew that that was cattle and you went ahead and you fucked it. Okay. So the wife sees it's like, oh my, do you, what are you doing? You know, she's just flabbergasted. He's like, look. She's pregnant. It's my kid. Can you just can you just fucking help, bro? And she's like, okay, fine, whatever. So she helped, and it was a breech birth. The the feet were coming out, as opposed to the head coming out. I thought I thought Jasmine was gonna you know die, and then he gets to raise the baby, and everything's hunky dory. Just throw her body in the back in the backyard. And no, that's that's not what happens. <clears throat> so he she 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 goes ahead and she. Does her thing. She gets the baby out. And the baby's doing great. Perfect. And Jasmine's reaching for her baby. Obviously. And she's like, oh, can I? And no. His wife doesn't want to give me up. And Marcos goes and he gets a club. And yeah. Kisses her on the forehead where that fucking tattoo is. And kills her. And then the wife is like, why did you do that? She could have given, she could have given us more children. And, and Marco says she was starting to look too fucking human and act too fucking human. I just, uh, this moved me in so many different variations of emotions. I was just all over it. And that's why I love this book. If this book can move me in any fucking kind of way, as long as I'm not, if I'm not falling asleep, and I'm not terribly angry because the book just disgusted me. It didn't really anger me. There were some things where I felt we didn't really need to know that, but there are other things we should have known. But you know, you know what? You teach your own. Teach your own. I just, I rooted for Marco. I felt bad for him. I was like, your wife left you in this frail state and you're just going through the motion. I mean, who wouldn't do something like that? And then I find you're just as much of a piece of shit as anybody else. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because he's over here harping on how everyone's still eating meat, how disgusting and vile it is, and how these kids are able to do such vile things to puppies that can't even defend themselves, and how his sister is just a big old fucking cop-out sellout by having a human locked in the pantry and just taking piece of piece. She's, she's just fucking sheep. She's a follower. That's all she is. That's all she'll ever be. And it, <laughs> and yeah, no, he's just as bad as the rest of them, just in his own fucking way, just in his own fucking way. So, I d- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a good book. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's worth the read, even if you went through this and you're like, "Why the fuck should I try?" You should try. I'm sure there are some things in here that I probably didn't even talk about and I probably didn't specify correctly. But yeah, 
Oh, here we go. Yeah, here's, I actually notated it, so here we go. Cecilia, which is his wife, jumps when she hears the thud and looks at him without understanding. Why? He yells. She could have given us more children. As he drags the body of the female to the barn to slaughter, he says to Cecilia, his voice radiant, so pure it wounds. He had the human look of a domesticated animal. Oh, and then prior, no, you know what? I ain't going to say prior to that, but there are other things in the book that you, you think is going to become apocalyptic, but it never really goes anywhere. It's curious. They, they could have done something with that part, you know, and give me another 50 fucking pages of it, but you know, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening to me today. If you like, go ahead and share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And I'll talk. I will be talking to you hopefully in the next one. Let's keep it going. Let's hope that depression, I whooped it in its ass and ain't gonna come back after a while, you know? If that was depression, I felt like it. I was so sleepy. I felt as though I was in the mist. <laughs> Stephen King's the mist. And you don't know what you're running into. You're hoping that you won't die of some big ass jumpy spider that's gonna come and eat your your brains or whatever the fuck that spider did in the mist. You just you just walking and hoping. I'm in a daze right now. It's okay. It'll clear up. Hopefully it'll clear up before, you know, everybody kills themselves. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. Take off y'all. Have a good one. Good night. Good morning. See you later. Night. <laughs>